everybody. What's going on? It's your girl, Claudia Jordan. It's Friday. We are back with a brand new hot, super hot, fun episode of TGIF. We're about to get it popping. Now, of course, we're here to spill the tea and break down some of the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. So sit back, relax. I hope you have a cocktail, something to drink, because we're going to get into this hot tea here. Fellas, how y'all doing? What's up, Al? What's going on, Claudia? You good? Yay. Thank God it's Friday. I know. I know. Any plans for the week? You got to do anything fun this weekend? Um, you know, I'm here uh, for the Soul Train Awards. I mean, not Soul Train Awards. The NWAC Image Awards. Yes, I'll be on the carpet tomorrow representing Fox Soul. Hey, hey. So hopefully I'll be able to share that with you guys next week. Hopefully there's not a big blizzard because I know California is about to be hit with one, which is like. Yeah, it's of- raining really bad now. It's been raining all day. So the weather is really ugly. And snow up the grapevine on on five. Uh, all right, well, dress warm, Al. No, no, no shorts on this one. <laughs> Please welcome fucking Aniva. What's up, Q? You know, Claudia, I don't know if I'm feeling you today. Why not? You trying to upstage me and Al? You got your diamonds on or whatever, make, making us look poor. <laughs> you over here making us look all poor and mediocre. You know, she um, got a house, a new car, all the jobs, and on the Breakfast Club. This is just a little. 60 carats. This is a lot. Is this a lot? It's a whole lot. <laughs> well, I'm sorry if I made you feel away. If you work hard one day, you too can have 60 carats around your ooh, That's the type of show we're doing tonight. That's what we're doing. <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm just having a little fun with you. I'm, I'm, I'm an April baby, and our birthstone is diamonds. Mariah oh, Carey. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, we, we, we big into that. So, yeah. All right. All right. Well, I see I got to get insurance before I'm around y'all next time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. We're going to have a lot of fun tonight. So a lot to talk about. And thank you to the new viewers joining us that are new to our show. Welcome to. So let's get into it. All right, y'all. TMZ uh, obtained 100. Uh, three complaints made to the Federal Communications Commission about the Super Bowl broadcast and reported that most of them were about Rihanna's performance. The complaints compared Rihanna's set to pornography with overtly sexual dancing and movements that were patently offensive and completely inappropriate for children. What are your thoughts on these complaints? Let's go to you, Al. What do you think about this? I thought it was one of the most least sexy performances. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm with you on this. Here we have a beautiful black woman, fully clothed from head to toe, and she's pregnant. She did an awesome job. I just don't understand what was the purpose of the media bringing this up. This is one of the lowest number of complaints in the last five years. And listen, uh, J-Lo and Shakira, who ripped off their clothes and swung on a stripper's pole, got way more complaints to this but we didn't read about that in the media come on y'all y'all need to give rihanna a break she did an awesome job it was nothing sexual as far as i'm concerned i could see i just thought all in all it was a 10 good job rihanna all right thanks for that al q what do you think about this listen this is the biggest crock of bs because on one token we got everybody complaining about the super bowl listen if we keep it at 100 real rihanna ass was tethered to that damn pole she stood in one place she was stiff as hell and barely rolled her damn hips in one circle okay yes she did pat her cooch one time and run it past her face so what but these same <laughs> people who getting offended riddle me this 
why are you not offended at the violence of somebody running full speed and tackling somebody down to the ground to the point where people are having heart attacks, breaking angles, having asthma attacks, so on and so forth. So miss me with the selective outrage. Your children can be exposed to the violence of the sport, but they can't be uh, exposed to a little bit of rolling of the hips. Get out of here. I always wondered who uh, the people that call the FCC and file complaints, like what kind of miserable, non-getting sex ass lives do y'all have? <laughs> like I used to work in radio, right? And, well, I'd still kind of do sometimes. And the things that we were like, have playful banter with that were fun. There's always some miserable bitch at home that's gonna call in and take the time to Google the number, call in and, and file a complaint. Rihanna was dressed and covered fully from head to toe. Look at look what she had on. She was covered from head to toe with the cute little pregnancy bump. Her dancers were covered in white puffy suits. There was nothing. She at one point she bent over and did a little struggle twerk because she is pregnant. She, <laughs> if you know Rihanna, you know she's a sexy, sexy woman. This is extremely toned down. And y'all had a problem with this. Like I said last week, people have become you. And I get we should be, there should be some kind of, okay, we got to be more considerate people's feelings, but we've overcorrected now. Well, now y'all took the fun and everything out of, out of everything. Like I said, only like what, 20 some years ago when we had shows like Archie Bunker, All the Family, the Jeffersons, and people said what they really talk like in their homes. And now we're being fake on television and then going home and saying what we really think. We're being very fake right now. That was not... Who are you people that complain about this performance? Mm -hmm. the more, right. It's the Mormons in Utah. The, it's the, it's the Latter-day Saints. Do y'all know, know, know a Mormon or a Latter-day Saint? Anybody know one? They all on Jack and Grinder. Oh, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> you know, the Mormons be freaks, honey, but that's a whole other topic for a whole other show. You got one of those in your in your rotation? I might have did. <laughs> you know what's funny? Like all these restrictions, can't drink caffeine. Because I, I was friends with Miss Utah back in the day from the Miss USA pageant, Temple Taggart. She was a fun Mormon girl. And I got to go out there and hang out. And it was like all these repressions, like repress so much. Like you can't have caffeine. You can't have that. People, not to say it's all Mormons, I'm say people in general, when you, when you um, repress yourself and don't allow yourselves the basic pleasures of life, it has to manifest in a sneaky way somewhere else, right, Pew? Mm -hmm. Like, I may not have caffeine and I might wear khaki pants and a white button-up shirt like everyone does, but I'm a big old freak on the weekends mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and doing sick stuff. Like, yeah. miss me with the BS. Mm -hmm. Speaking of BS, mm. Hmm. Uh-oh. In dumb cracker news, let me get into this. A recent episode of Real Coffee with Scott Adams podcast, pro-Trump Dilbert creator Scott Adams told white people to get the hell away from black people. Take a look. If you know, nearly half of all blacks uh, are not okay with white people, according to this poll, not according to me, according to this poll, uh, that's a hate group. That's a hate group. And I don't want to have anything to do with them. And I would say, you know, based on the current way things are going, the best advice I would give to white people is to get the hell away from black people. <laughs> uh, the colonizers that invade every dark country and steal from and, and commit the most atrocious acts in history have the audacity to tell 
to say, stay away from black people now. Oh, y'all done took all of our stuff. Okay, well, Adams also sarcastically noted, I've been identifying as black for a while because I like to be on the winning team and I like to help. I always thought if you help the black community, that's sort of the biggest lever you could ever find the biggest benefit. You could find the biggest benefit. Um, Adam said he is now going to re-identify as whites because he doesn't want to be a member of a, huh, I, I, I can't even like read, like, he, you don't want to be a member of a hate group when your people have colonized and killed and raped and murdered and tortured and separated families and cut babies out of stomachs, your ancestors, but now you don't want to be a part of a hate group. So you're going to read, okay, got you. Um, so he, um, doesn't want to be a part of a hate group. And he said he accidentally joined with his trollish black identification, whatever the hell he talking about. Q, please say something. Please. You know, <laughs> I find this to be the single most laughable history of not even knowing how to bathe until they met an African, okay? And you, want to, you, you know what's funny? It's the position, it is the, the white savior complex and the position of privilege that you're coming back. I tried to help Black people, first and foremost, we don't need your help. That 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 that's the first thing, right? They miss me with the white savior complex. And part two, you're being flippant and think you're being funny, but quite honestly, I actually agree with you. I actually think majority of y'all, especially the ones that think like you, should actually stay the hell away from black people. You'd actually be doing us a favor because to your point, Claudia. Nothing good has ever come to anybody who has melanated skin when they've come into the company of white people. To be quite honest, and I don't mean for this to sound racist, I think that individually there are certain white people that are great, but collectively with your white superiority complex and white supremacy, collectively y'all, and you'd actually be doing us a favor if you did stay away i.e. Rosewood, i.e. Tulsa, i.e. redlining. I mean, and the list goes on and on and on. White people have the most barbaric, verifiable history of any people on this continent. So, sir, why you think that you're being funny and you're hurting our feelings, I could guarantee you most Black people will probably side with the fact that y'all probably should before you say, I'm, I'm sure you're very intelligent and brilliant thing. Let me add, because I'm feeling ignorant right now. <laughs> I'm feeling ignorant. <laughs> this old bitch ass showing he's obsessed with us. Now, you're a cartoonist for many, many decades, okay? And you've just recently introduced your first black character into your little whack-ass cartoon. Dilbert was the one I would skip over because it was so corny and so mayonnaise-esque, Okay. Um, and you only did it to mock black people, right? And you the LGBT of, community. Yeah, LGBTQ community mm -hmm. and the woke community. That's what you did. So we know what you're about. So Miss help us for so long. And thank you. We should master. Thank you so much. We, we so appreciate you putting us in that hair cartoon of yours. Like, we are so grateful. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> And then you want, you got, this is the most attention you've ever got. Cause who the hell reads Dilbert A? B, right, honestly, this is the most attention Dilbert has ever gotten in 35 years. And secondly, the audacity to pretend that you're, you, you, you really was trying to help us. 
your, your, your history has shown us what you really think about us. And of course, all white people are not evil, but people like you sure do make it an easy argument to, to say you're pretty barbaric and pretty. Sorry, I had to get the cuts out of the way because I don't want to dirty up your pocket. No, I, listen, you guys pretty much clean this whole conversation. Um, you know what's so interesting, Claudia? At one time when he was in over 65 different countries and published in 22 different languages in all of the newspapers in America, he wasn't so racially divisive at that time. But ever since Lee Enterprise dropped him back in 2022 and 77 newspapers kicked his comic strip off of their newspaper, paper he's just become who he really is which is this person who wants to be segregated and who's racist and let me tell you something i like it actually when someone shows me their true self it lets me know exactly where to put you and that is in that lane over there with the rest of the races so i like this that he's coming forward because we're able to put a face and a name to these racial undertones that have these incredible platforms to influence like his comic strip hey we know what to think about him and where to put him now so we see you mr uh scott adams and best believe you you should beware um, Darren Johnson in the chat says, why does he look like a Simpsons character come to life? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. What? Real quick. I know we got to move on to the next story, but why is it still like innately, right? St all studies show that life originated in the melanated, melanated continent of Africa. And then it went out. Okay. It went out. Right. The hatred that is still there. I want, this is low vibrational, but for these white men, right? Is it really about penis size? And if it is, I would like to offer a prayer. <laughs> Dear Heavenly Father, please make old white men's penises bigger so they can stop being obsessed with black men and stop hating and finding ways to demonize us and make us the bad guy. Please make your penis be bigger than your balls for the first time in your life. Stop worrying about it. Please let your woman actually be satisfied so they don't run to our brothers to fix the mess that you started and you couldn't finish. Please let them feel what it feels like to satisfy their woman, good Lord. Please. Father God, so they can stop harassing us and be obsessed with us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Yeah? I didn't know you could pray so good, Claudia. I'm motivated. I'm sick of it. All right, y'all. Listen, uh, I got a headache. God, I, I was just playing. I was messing with you. You're going to get enough of playing with the Lord <laughs> and, wa and, and wasting prayers and wasting and God's yeah. time. Okay? <laughs> I just want them to stop. I, I just, I just, I just yeah. want them to stop. But, we, but what we all know exploiting black outrage is the new revenue stream for everybody. And, and that's what this is. Like, to be honest with you, that, that man don't believe it's, it's just attention-seeking behavior. Black outrage is the new revenue stream. That's right. All right, y'all. Listen, coming up next, did Bethany Frankel restructure her face? And later on the show, Boosley opens up about his daughter's sexuality. You don't want to miss this. It's got a lot going on. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. Welcome back to TGIF. Shout out to everyone in the chat that is tuning in tonight. I think we got some good numbers. I'll read them uh, later on. Um, okay, listen, hey, before we continue on with our topics, our very own Al Reynolds uh, recently graced the carpet at the 75th Directors Guild of America Awards. So welcome to Al's Hollywood Highlights. 
All right, Al, tell us about your experience. Claudia, this experience was really, really amazing. It's It was the 75th Annual Directors Guild of America Award. This is a peer-driven award. So in the mind of all the directors of the films that we watch, this is like their Oscars, because this is their peers saying, hey, you're best in class. You created the best content. And it was so amazing that people actually came and talked to us, Fox Soul. A lot of them mentioned um, the Biden and uh, interview with the president, with Fox Soul, the, the uh, chair chairman of the DGA came over and talked to me about that. But you know what? I also got to talk to the only two black nominees, which was um, Jeed, no, what is his name? Joseph um, and Alice. So Joseph got a nomination for best director for Carb Loading, which Carb Loading Brunch, which is a um, reality show. And then Alice, she got nominated for St. Omer. And they were the only two that were nominated for best directors. And we got a chance to talk to them. Let's take a look right here. What's going on, Soulmates? It's Al Reynolds coming to you live from the Beverly Hilton at the 75th Annual Directors Guild Awards. And we're going to be asking all the stars who's the best director this year. Ben, this is nothing new for you. You won a couple of years ago. What does it feel like to be here tonight, to be recognized again by your peers? This is the most exciting thing, to be a part of this and to have your fellow directors acknowledge your work. And just to be around fellow directors, people that you admire. So it's kind of great to be in a room with all these people also that I really admire and am inspired by. Well, it's an incredible honor. And to represent HBO in real time with Bill Maher is an incredible honor. And to be recognized by my peers is even more so. So, you know, I, I work on Fox Soul and I do a show, it's called Tea. So we drop the tea. You got any Bill Maher tea that I can share with the rest of the world? Come on, I think you got something in there that you can share. You know what? Behind that kind of thorny exterior, he's just a little cupcake. <laughs> he's a sweetheart. I feel lucky that I get to be a director and work in this industry. There's so many people here that I, you know, admire. Uh, Mr. Spielberg is here tonight, which is very exciting. Uh, I love that movie, The Fablemans. I related. I didn't really turn out as well as him, but I still related. What does it feel like to be walking this carpet, to be nominated, and to be respected and honored by all your peers in the reality programming space? It means the world to me. I mean, being here in this room amongst all of these professionals and all of these creatives as a, as a black man and being able to represent means the world to me. It means a whole lot, for sure. It's more than a dream. It's more. And can't explain what I feel because uh, for me it's too amazing, too amazing. And I think uh, I represent uh, all the black women who are still unseen by the, the history. And for me it's very a political statement for me to Absolutely. be here. I'm Ben Sims. I'm at the DGAs. And this is Fox Soul. How amazing was that, Claudia? You know, Ben Stiller is huge director in the entertainment space for him to stop and talk to us. And also Judd Apatow, who was the host, also stopped and talked to us. I couldn't have asked for a better turnout and a better respect of us and our diversity on that carpet. It was truly a blessing to represent Foxhole. I love me some Ben Stiller. So hopefully now they'll all, all those, all those directors will be fans and viewers of TGIF now that they've met you. You know, I want to say one thing, y'all. There was something emotionally and spiritually orgasmic seeing that purple Fox Soul mic flag mm -hmm. in the frame in front of those big names that just really made right. me proud to be a part of this organization. Thank you, Q. Very nice. Well done. Well done. All right, y'all. Fun times. Let's get back to more hot topics. Bethany Franco recently explained.
videos. Damn, that was a kind of both. I have to notice in comments about different shit. <laughs> hey y'all, I got a script. And sometimes I gotta say what it says. All right, y'all. Sometimes it's my words and sometimes it's not. <laughs> no, okay. No, all right. People were tripping about how, how different she appeared on uh, her Aspen's trip. And the former housewife star dropped a video to address the trolls. <laughs> Let's take a look. I'm so dehydrated and riddled with aches and pains. I have had liters of Pedialyte and water and kombucha and coconut water and um, it just goes right through me. Y'all laughing. <laughs> Y'all are laughing already. What, what is so? What is so funny? She <laughs> could swallow the Atlantic Sea in her face. It's not <laughs> going to change. Okay, Atlantic Bitch, Ocean. It would seem to me that you would <laughs> that you would take your ass home. Okay, like if I went to a geographic location that made my face transform into something from Ghostbusters, I would politely take my rich ass <laughs> home. I, like, why would you voluntarily stay somewhere that's turning your face into something unrecognizable when you could easily hop on your private jet and go back home? Yeah. And y'all want to talk about me getting IV therapy. She says she's chugging Pedialyte and chugging gallons of water. Go home, Bethany. Go home. So it's from the altitude that she looks like that? That's what she said. She said, she, yeah, the dehydration is causing her to And she have. said she gained four pounds from drinking the pee. You see, but you know what? Is she, she talking about, I'm just riddled with sickness. No, you riddled with lies. Because on one token, <laughs> you're saying that you're dehydrated. You're waking up every two hours drinking Pedialyte. But then you're also saying you're retaining water and you gained four pounds in two days. You can't be dehydrated and retaining water at the same time. That's not how that works. No, the best part is when they asked her about her face, she said, well, oh, you know, I've done Botox and yeah, I've done filler, you know, every now and then. And then she said, oh, yeah, and I forgot I did a light facelift. <laughs> How do you do a light facelift? Yeah, <laughs> she said, I did a light facelift a couple of years ago. Mm. I I'm going to say this, like I, I could go in, but I'm also like when you're out there famous like that there's immense pressure right on her look so then you go get a little tweak done and it goes wrong and then you're forced to sit there and lie and make up this whole altitude thing i remember when i took my little medicine my little antibiotics twice in one month i was accused of all kinds of things and i felt like i had explained that i do i'm damn if i don't if i look for, if i look jacked up and old you gonna complain about that if i have some work done gonna complain about that so Bethany, just tell them you had a reaction to some medicine. <laughs> I like you. And then they'll feel bad for going in on your medical condition. I'm just saying. Should we not do? Claudia, not yeah, Claudia she does. She's going to tell the truth. And I, I'm laughing because not Claudia want to get that lady bacteria vaginosis like she had. <laughs> <laughs> now she want to get that lady bacteria vaginosis. <laughs> bacteria vaginosis. <laughs> What are you talking about? Is she drinking? Huh? You drinking the pills and your face had failed. You remember? What you say? <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, your poor people internet is not working well. So I don't hear what you're saying. What you say? <laughs> the pills. When you was itching and scratching. Oh, that wasn't me, girl. That was that, that was your own. Okay. All right. <clears throat> <clears throat> Yeah, let's go on to another topic. Bethany, yeah. um, 
Screw them people. All right, y'all, a 20-year-old Chicago man is facing uh, charges after allegedly robbing a man at gunpoint and eating his takeout fried chicken. Can we not... Can we not do these kind of stories during, like, during Black History Month? Because like the right. step, you, you, and then y'all want to get mad when the school serve our kids chicken and watermelon, <laughs> and we hold the people at gunpoint for their chicken. Do White people, know? we sorry. We chicken is synonymous with black people. Okay? <laughs> we, we just don't want y'all to say it, but it is our national bird. Right. <laughs> so much so we're robbing for it. Okay, so he ate his chicken on the scene. I don't feel right reading this. Oh, Lord. According to reports, the victim was entering his home with his fried chicken. And it says it's so big. Fried chicken. When they when the suspect, James Taylor, allegedly robbed him. Damn it. Not this month. <laughs> robbed him at gunpoint and forced him to hand over his keys. $2. A debit card and his fried chicken. Taylor then climbed into the victim's car where he ate the finger licking good chicken. Taylor, come on, come on, production man. <laughs> That's come a whole on, y'all. Come, I'm trying. Taylor Listen. is accused of aggravated unlawful use of a weapon, armed robbery with a firearm, aggravated possession of a stolen vehicle, illegal possession of a debit card, and the goddamn audacity to do this during Black History Month. Q, go ahead. Listen. I am not going to blame this man. I am going to blame the system, okay? Because we have to attack the root cause, which is poverty, okay? Poverty is what that man was hungry. He was hungry. And Claudia, I don't know if you've ever been hungry, but if you are desperate and hungry, your survival instincts kicked in, okay? And that man just wanted a meal. If that man truly was trying to burglarize that man, he had a gun, he could have hurt that man. He could have went in his house and stole everything. He could have went in there and stole the dog and the VCR, but that man took the chicken. And that goes to show how good his heart is, okay? He didn't want to hurt nobody. He didn't want to cause no harm. He just wanted to eat. So it is the system that creates situations like this. If we could eradicate poverty, then we wouldn't have to deal with situations like this. So you're really going to just sit here and right. go socioeconomic <laughs> rants about chicken and make it a systematic. Man, yes. The systematic. So you did it with a you did it with a straight face. It's the system. So okay. Q, I, I could rock with you about the man being hungry and it's the system, but in your in your hunger spell, it's okay. You could have hijacked the, the chicken, but did you have to steal the man's card? Did you have to steal the man's debit card? And did you have to steal the man's two dollars? Yes, and I'm gonna thing. tell you why. Okay. He needed the he needed the the car and the debit card and the two dollars to get to the grocery store to buy more food for his family. It was all hunger driven. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but he couldn't even get out the driveway because he was eating the hot chicken in the police because car. Because he was hungry. You think this is a case of hunger and not just ignorance and greed? Can we see that the picture again one more time, production? It's the system. Let's we're blaming the system. It's yeah, the he system. looked look like at him. he does he, look he like. looked like he missed a couple meals. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, he looks
First of all, he ate it in the man's car to add further insult to injury. Probably got grease all Do over. Do you know how hungry you gotta be to eat the chicken at the set of the crime? <laughs> no, you gotta eat chicken while No, you gotta eat chicken while it's hot. His blood sugar was so low that he was delirious. Uh-uh, okay? you gotta eat hot chicken when it's hot, brother. That chicken, right. oh, I bet you it smelled good, too. Ooh. It's he the system, Claudia. And Claudia, stand up for the brother. Stand up. We got to stand behind him. Somebody <laughs> call Ben Crump. We got to get this man out. I'm the new owner of a little mini mansion, and I do not want this kind of riffraff in my neighborhood coming to steal my chicken, and I don't want the excuse to because he's hungry. Okay? Does that sound bougie? As you, well, you are wearing fake nine. diamonds. Yeah, it's bougie. Right, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead and let us find out what Nissan talking about. <laughs> All right, let's take a moment. Oh, we, again, this is not right. <laughs> Dustin and Joyce, we're going to go to a Black History moment sponsored by Nissan after we done talked about chicken and the system in this Black man. All right, let's do it. Shout out to this, this moment of Black History uh, sponsored by Nissan. Let's go. Fox Soul celebrates Black history makers who have broken barriers and created change. In 2022, 18-year-old Jalen Smith made national headlines as the youngest black mayor in America to be elected mayor of Earl, Arkansas. The city of 2000 residents elected the high school senior, showing their support for Jalen's aspirational campaign to improve their city. My plans are, number one, public safety. Secondly, the beautifying of the city, which means clean it up. Thirdly, tear down abandoned houses. Jalen's big win was one of many mayoral victories for African-Americans across the country, including the cities of Los Angeles, Atlanta, Pittsburgh, and New York City. As the youngest black mayor in America, Jalen Smith is on a mission to inspire the younger generation to lift their voices and take a stand for a better future. Honoring Black History Month on TGIF, presented by Nissan. Choose Nissan today for great offers on our most exciting lineup ever. Shop NissanUSA.com. All right, fellas, what do you think? Listen, I think it's amazing. And I've said this time after time. I think that this guy has a, a presidential uh, run in his future, especially if he's obtained being a mayor at this young age. I'm proud of him. And it just goes to show age truly is nothing but a number. And young people are our future. All right. Al I, I totally agree with Q. This is the one instance where everybody under 30 should not be thrown in the trash can as we proposed before. This young man has a great future and I can't watch. I can't wait to watch and admire him from the sidelines. I love when I see our youth get into politics. I think it's amazing because, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of in trend, not care. And he's caring and showing improvement. So shout out to him. All right, y'all, coming up next, Boosie is talking about his daughter's sexuality. He's very candid about all of that. And later on the show, Harvey Weinstein receives an additional 16 years behind bars. Guess what for? Hang tight. We'll be back with more after the break. Welcome back to TGIF. If you are enjoying our show tonight and you think it's extra spicy, go ahead and throw some flames in the chat so we can check them out. All right, y'all. Listen, uh, having a good bed is so, so, so important, especially with all the stresses we got going on in our lives. Now, there's no better 
uh, than a little retail therapy, especially when I can do it from my home in my pajamas. And that's why I love Ghost Bed, makers of the coolest beds in the world. Now, if you ever shop for a mattress, you know how overwhelming it can be. Now, maybe you like the uh, contouring feeling of memory foam, or maybe you want a little bit of bounce, or maybe you have no idea what you want. If that's the case, Ghostbed is here for you. Now, for the last 20 plus years, the team behind Ghostbed has been designing comfortable mattresses that are built to last. And they are the experts when it comes to pairing customers with the right mattress based on things like sleeping position, lifestyle, and more. Now go ahead and go to ghostbed.com today and take their online quiz to get your personalized recommendation or connect with Ghostbed's sleep experts for a one-on-one -on -one consultation via phone or chat. Now order ship really fast and free and you'll get a 101 night sleep trial to make sure your mattress is the right fit for you. Now for a limited time, our listeners can get 30% off Ghostbed mattresses plus get two luxury pillows and other freebies. Now use promo code T, that's T-E-A, at ghostbed.com slash T to take advantage of the offer. That's ghostbed.com slash T with promo code T. Uh, promotional consideration provided by Ghostbed. Now, fellas, I hear these products are the bomb. I would love for y'all to share with us. Funky? So, you know what, you guys, I make no qualms about it. You guys know I suffer with anxiety uh, very bad sometimes. And it's very important for me to be in calming, soothing situations. And the ghost bed pillow with its squish and the way it contours, it really does help calm me. It, it gives me great sleep. The way this thing holds your neck, supports your head. Like I said, you know, I don't know if it's aerodynamically designed for anxiety, but it definitely helps me with mine. And I highly suggest that you guys use that code and get your ghost bear products because they work. All right, Al, what do you think? Hey, I got to agree with Q on this one. You know, this pillow right here has saved me a many a nights. You guys know that I, I uh, suffer from snoring and migraines and the, it really does have a cooling effect. I can even feel it now just holding it. And if you're suffering with any type of migraines or headaches or stiff neck like me, this really 110% has helped with all of that with the cooling effect. I promise you, if you try it, you're going to be um, very, very, very pleased. All right. Sounds good. Once again, promotional consideration furnished by Ghostbed. All right, y'all, moving on. During a recent interview with Vlad TV, Boosie talked about his daughter coming out as gay and said that he will love her to death, but doesn't necessarily accept it. Boosie said, even though it's not, uh, it won't be accepted as far as because I don't want nobody in my other family to think it's OK. Wait, OK. Boosie added, we're going to love her to death. But at the same time, it's our family. It's never been that way. You know, it's never been accepted. Our preacher, grandfather, grandmother. Al, let's start with you first. What are your thoughts? And, and, and what do you think about how he's talking about this? You know, Claudia, I got to tell you, this is this really saddens me. It really saddens me that a father has taken this stance about his daughter. Um, and, you know, my question, I have two questions. Number one, I wonder how he really expresses himself, because this is how he's expressing himself in the media out in the open. Right. I wonder how he really expresses himself behind closed doors, because I can imagine the two won't match. And the second thing is, is it possible for someone like his daughter to believe that he loves her, but he can't accept her. So wait a minute. Is it possible that he, you know, that he can accept her? 
I mean, but he can love her, but he don't accept her. What does that do to her mental psyche? Like what, what effect does that have on her? Right. Mm, good question. Q, what are your thoughts? You know, I saw an interview with Billy Porter one time when he made a comment and, and I say this, and this is how this young lady is going to have to find her solace in this situation. Sometimes our parents are not equipped to love us the way we need to be loved. And Boosie has shown us time and time again, he does not have the mental capacity nor the emotional bandwidth to even wrap his head around the whole spectrum that is sexuality. Also, parents out there, I want to tell you something. My mom used to always say this to me. Sometimes God won't get you back. He'll get you back through your kids. You know what I'm mm. saying? And it's like you took such a staunch, you know, negative stance on homosexuality. And lo and behold, your daughter, the biggest last man in Louisiana. OK, <laughs> so, I mean, you, you you really have to be careful because sometimes God will get you back through your children. You know, I'm going to go on the limb and say this. You don't have to accept anything. You don't. But you also are not immune to what comes with that alienation from your kid, judgment, cancellation, all that comes with it. And you, I miss the days, right? Where people had thoughts about things or opinions and didn't have to broadcast it to the world. If you have these strong feelings about your daughter, who you know is a lesbian, right? Do you have to go and embarrass her and right. bring more attention to her right. in the media? Boosie, you're a celebrity. You go viral all the time. Why? It's like it's like an aggressive act that you're doing to her. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Why don't you just just revel in your disapproval home alone, drinking your dark liquor, li liquor and, and, and at the house? Why do you have to tell us? I don't accept my daughter. I love her, but I don't accept her. Why do we need to know this? Why do you have to embarrass? So now it feels like you're trying to hurt her on perfect. On purpose. Right, right. You're not that um, important, important or, you know, amazing, I guess, that we need to know your every thought. Actually, no one is. So like the fact that you're doing this, it's like an, it's an aggressive act towards your daughter. It's bad enough that you don't agree. Fine. I'm going to let you have that. But do you have to get other people on board? You know how many of your fans probably go to her page and, and terrorize her because right. of you? That's just mean. Plus that passive aggressive, I love her. We're going to love on her, but we ain't going to accept her. Nah, I'm good on that. The I love you, but yeah, it's one of the it's coolest the things. I think Defeats it's one of the, the whole purpose of love. Yeah. I think it's one of the coolest things to say to someone. Yeah. You know, I love you, but I hate that you do this. I don't like that. I don't like this. It's it's conditional. And, and, it's rooted, and it's rooted in ignorance. Right. And I know we got a lot of followers who are staunch church and Bible people. But I promise y'all people are born this way. Like I, I can tell you that one day we can sit on a talk. I tried to give it back so many times. All right. Like, like I, I really <laughs> oh, did. True. Like that's being so gay and being a gay black man is one of the hardest things on the earth that you can do. And I promise y'all, when I was younger, I tried to give it back so many times. You know what I'm saying? But you're mm -hmm. born this way, y'all. So like open mm -hmm. your minds a little bit. Think beyond what you've been taught in church and indoctrinated to believe and accept the fact that people are born this way. Right. And, and um, real quick, uh, uh, book Miss T Baby says he can love his daughter and not the lifestyle. You're right. Absolutely. You, you don't have to, but you also will be criticized on shows like this. And we have every right to disagree 
And can you please consider her feelings a little bit? And that's another mis mis education. This lifestyle lifestyle suggests choice. It's not a lifestyle. It's a life. It is life. All right, y'all. Speaking of someone who has no life now and its own doing coming up, Harvey Weinstein's extended new sentencing. And later on the show, Don Lemon is forced to take formal work training after sexist comments. We'll be right back with more TGIF after this. Welcome back to TGIF. All right, y'all, you see all of our skin is glowing and looking good, some better than others. Funky will have you know or think that it's his is the best, but <laughs> we'll leave that to the comments and the chatters, uh, people in the chat to, to, to figure that one out. All right, y'all, let me get, get to this. To our melanated soulmates, do you have dark spots and an uneven skin tone? Well, let me tell you about Butterskin. It's a line of skincare created to give melanin-rich skin a glowing and flawless complexion. Plus, it's a Black-owned brand. Now, some of your favorite celebrities like Cassie, uh, Vanessa Simmons, Carrie Hilson, Emily Hawk are accrediting Butterskin for their flawless skin. I'm currently trying out their Supreme Skincare Kit, and the products are the bomb. Now, since we're always hooking up our Foxhole family, we worked it out with Butter to give our viewers 50% off the Supreme Skincare Kit. That's right, 50% off. This kit comes with a gentle cleanser, rose water toner, vitamin C serum, which really helps with dark spots, and your choice of moisturizer. All you have to do is go to butterskin.com and use code TGIF. That's T-E-A-G-I-F at checkout to get 50% off the Supreme Skincare Kit. And that's B-U-T-T-A-H skin.com and use code T-E-A-G-I-F. Once again, that's code T-E-A-G-I-F. Now this offer is valid until February 28th at 12 a.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Pacific. Um, promotional considerations are furnished by Butterskin. All right, let's get back to the topics. Oh, wait a minute. You know what, Claudia? I want to say something really quickly, though. One thing that I do love about the butter products, especially because we are TV people, you put makeup and stuff on your face, they have this charcoal detox mask that is really good, especially if you put stuff on your face a lot. And guys, a lot of y'all just wash y'all face, but it is very important, and people don't know this, to use a toner on your face. When you wash your face, it takes up the pH level of your face, of your skin, and it's important to use toner to bring that back down, then moisturize. They have this rose water toner that smells great. It is to die for and to leave you looking young and supple and available like me. This is how I'm able to attract all the rich men. <laughs> and you still ain't got no pillowcases. Al, what you think? <laughs> you know, Claudia, you turned me on to this. I, I am really a big fan of their vitamin C serum. It really helps to keep your face very bright, as well as the antioxidants keep your pores nice and moisturized. I also use the cleanser, and I actually have replaced my old cleanser with this cleanser because it lathers a lot better. You know, I am African-American, so I like for my products to lather up and give me a good luscious clean. And this is exactly what this cleanser does. So thank you, Butter, for these two products that I have in my present uh, facial cleansing uh, routine. All right. Once again, promotional considerations are furnished by Butter Skin. All right, let's get back to some topics. Harvey Weinstein's been sentenced to 16 years behind bars after previously being found guilty of rape 
and sexual assault in Los Angeles. Weinstein is already serving a 23-year sentence after being found guilty of rape and sexual assault in 2020. Ahead of his recent court sentencing, Weinstein told CNN, I maintain that I'm innocent. I never raped or sexually assaulted Jane Doe. One, I never knew this woman and the fact she is, she doesn't know me. This is about money. What are your thoughts on this update, Al? You know what? 16 years is not enough. It's not enough. You've been perverted. You've been you've been a liar. You've been found guilty. And I just don't think 16 years is enough. The victims have to deal with this trauma for a lifetime. And I think he should be in jail for a lifetime because you don't have the right to take that from anyone, including women. All right. Q. I think y'all need to leave Harvey Weinstein alone. That man was cursed with immortality 300 years ago. You see how he's aging. That man has been on this planet for over 300 years, and he's got all of eternity to go. <laughs> Listen, Mother Nature, the universe, God is putting something on his ass. But, you know, in real news, um, 16 years isn't enough. Uh, but, Al, listen, he looked like... <laughs> He ain't gonna make it past. He, he, he look like they have to take the prison van to take his ass to dialysis every damn morning. Anyway, so y'all, please don't fret. The Grim Reaper is coming to get his ass sooner than later. He gonna die pretty soon. He already got one foot in the grave. So don't worry about it. Stand down. A five-year <laughs> sentence for someone that looks that unhealthy is, is definitely a life sentence. Right. Now, the real tea on him is, I don't know if y'all, when the case was going on, the victims were describing what his 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 member looks like yeah it's it's look deformed, right deformed. Uh, and he looks oh. like a little, little little hairy little hobbit when he's naked and it's like supposedly it's very like a please don't start praying again claudia <laughs> please god oh lord no please no, no i'm not going to hell with you i am not going to hell with you not, not no penis prayer no ma'am <laughs> Not the kid that, not the call ah! the kids in the grocery store. <laughs> Love me, girl. Oh, my God. All right, y'all, listen. Hey, let's take a look, another look at this uh, Black History Moment sponsored by Nissan. Fox Soul celebrates Black history makers who have broken barriers and created change. Megan Pyfus is Sesame Street's first Black female puppeteer, giving a fresh voice to a new generation of children. In 2020, Megan became the voice of Gabrielle, a six-year-old Black girl Muppet on Sesame Street. Megan is a self-taught musician and singing ventriloquist. Two-time Emmy Award winner gained national recognition when she appeared on the hit television shows America's Got Talent and Showtime at the Apollo. With ventriloquism, it adds in the interaction between a human and a puppet. But long before Megan took center stage in the spotlight, John W. Cooper paved the way for black ventriloquists thrilling audiences with his puppets and his famous show, Fun in a Barbershop. Megan Pyfus's amazing voice and her magical gift to bring puppets to life will inspire generations of children to dream big and to explore their imagination and creativity. Black History Month on TGIF, presented by Nissan. Choose Nissan today for great offers on our most exciting lineup ever. Shop NissanUSA.com. Special thanks to Vanderbilt for providing us with the footage of Megan. All right, y'all, coming up, an 85-year-old woman sacrificed her love 
I'm sorry, sacrifice her life for her pet dog. And Don Lemon is back at work following sexist comments. We'll be right back with more after this. Welcome back to TGIF. All right, y'all, this story is so sad. And I saw the footage today. An 85-year-old lady from Florida, woman from Florida, sacrificed her life to save her dog after an alligator attempted to snatch her dog during their morning walk. Now, Gloria fought off the gator to protect her pup, but was knocked over during the struggle, which caused the alligator to yank her by her foot into the pond. What are your thoughts about this? And would y'all sacrifice your life for a pet? Q, I know you're a dog owner and you are living in ratchet ass florida i'm sorry but florida outside of miami what are your thoughts you know i am a dog person but i'm sorry y'all that damn dog would have had to go okay <laughs> it, it it just would have you know and and, 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 and and it is this is not funny it is sad you know it, and it could have been prevented guys who live in florida don't walk your animals near ponds or whatever. And it was so sad because it would be any of our knee jerk reaction to bend over and, and grab the dog. And mama lost her footing from what I understand. She was 85. When she bent to grab the dog, she fell. And that's how the, the, the gator was able to get her. And, and, and it's really sad. Um, so walk your dogs on the sidewalk, y'all. And I saw the video today leading right to she she didn't die right away there was a woman that watched it and it was saying she was in the water and she she died she did die from being drowned she was drowned and i get the love of your pet you want to protect it but it's it's a really sad story al what do you think about this you know the really super sad part is that this alligator is a well-known alligator in this community they have named this alligator and this alligator has been around for years so the sad part is you know here she is walking her dog thinking that she's in a safe haven which is a, where she is living and been for a while and this gator that everybody knows about decides to turn on them and chase after the dog but end up killing her so sad it really is. Oh, they I, did. They did euthanize the um, alligator, though. I mean, it's no longer on the property. And that's not that's not cool. That's just not cool for, for her recklessness. It's just not cool. The alligator was there first. Yeah, I hate alligators, though. OK, and coyotes. All right, y'all. Um, earlier this week, CNN's chief executive Chris Leach like uh, release an email to the staff and share that Don Lemon will return to the network's air on Wednesday and he will uh, participate in formal training following sexist comments he made last week. Uh, he wrote, Litch wrote in the memo, I sat down with Don and had a frank, meaningful conversation. He has agreed to participate in formal training as well as continue to listen and learn. We take the situation very seriously. Lemon made the sexist comments during a discussion on CNN's this morning over a former South Carolina governor, Nikki Haley's presidential candidate, Kennedy, when declaring her run for presidency, Haley called for mental competency tests and politicians over the age of 75. And Lemon argued that Haley, who's 51, isn't in her prime. Well, what are your thoughts on the situation, Al? I, I mean, CNN is, is sending very loud messages to Don, Chris, and everybody over there. And that is, listen, we are not going to take any disrespect to any class or any group. I mean, the only question I have is what type of sensitivity training does Don have to take now? Mm. Hear what you think. 
Don ain't saying nothing wrong, quiet as it's kept. I mean, let, let's not pretend like you young and supple like me when you 51, okay? And listen, y'all, Don Lemon is a prime example of what you can do when your job ain't got no more employees left and they can't afford to fire you. You can damn shit, damn near do whatever the hell you want to do and still have your job. So Don, just as long as they don't hire no new talent over there, keep telling the truth, my brother. I love me some Don Lemon. He is my fi He follows me on Instagram. We follow each other. And we chatted the other day. Don Lemon, they see they made a huge mistake taking you up prime time. It has not been the same. And they're trying to silence your voice because you are you were given to those people. And I'm not feeling what they're doing to you. And I do think he said nothing wrong. All right. I want to thank my co-host Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva, of course, for being awesome. And to all watching in the chat, stay tuned for tracks and tales. We will see you next week. Bye, soulmates. Have a good weekend, soulmates.